back, and welcome to episode three of Star Trek Discovery Mission Report. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. The show is presented to you by Field of Geeks. Please check us out on all social media, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and fieldofgeeks.com. Yeah, uh, you can check out my blog, stevescomicblog.com. Just wrote up a review today of the second issue storyline of The Return of Tim Drake, so... Awesome. Very excited about that. That's good to hear. Look forward to reading that. Oh, man. So today's show, we'll be talking about episode five, Choose Your Pain. So, you know, just um, to summarize the show so far, I would definitely say it's not predictable. Would you agree to that? (laughs) Yeah, it's not predictable at all. Um, Because a couple things that I thought would probably happen or some plot threads throughout the rest of the season... We're pretty much wrapped up to uh, the other night. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. I'll just throw that theory out the yeah, window. There. Done. That's okay, though. That's a great thing. I yeah. love being surprised. Yeah, you know, sure. and things are so predictable usually anymore. Uh, yeah, game. You know, Game of Thrones is a very surprising show, and it's nice to see this one. Is yeah, I'm not being brave and really comparing this to Game of Thrones at this point. Oh right, I don't right. want to piss off any Game of Thrones fans because <laughs> I love that too. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, to have something that's not that predictable, it's just fun and refreshing. That's, that's yeah. probably what they're going for. They're oh yeah, I to hope their, so. Yeah, cues from that show and yeah. other shows, you know, because it's a it's a serial show versus a episodic. So, I mean, it actually does both. Yeah. at the same time, I mean, we're moving forward and just like you know, Game of Thrones um, in that aspect. Yeah, every episode's like I, I know I always I keep getting my mind blown, yeah. you know, and that's what's kind of nice. There's not really a, a drag yet; it Mm-mm. just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, last week's episode was, you know, action packed. Got to learn more about the what the hell you call it warp dog <laughs> warp dog. <laughs> There's another name, aka I can't Ripper, Ripper, aka yeah. uh, is it Targrade? Uh, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, big worm thing with uh spider legs yeah. or whatever yeah a lot of teeth yeah yeah so you know this this episode um it opened and it was kind of a nice opening because you got to see the whole ship without people in it yeah. so you could really you know take it all in and it turned out to be a vision michael had yep and she herself was in, the navigator of the ship and also outside of the uh containment area and she basically Took the ship to warp, yeah, and uh, screamed, and that's when she woke up. Yep, yeah, that was interesting. I really like those mind things they, they play right. on us, and uh, with her Vulcan background, I think maybe that's our way into that, right? Know, uh, those visions. She's becoming less Vulcan every show, for a sure. Bit, you know, yeah. She's trying to. I think she's still trying to find herself. I think yeah. she's, she's really lost. You know, she's, you know, she was rescued as a child, and that was the stage where you kind of start structuring what you're going to be but yep. yeah there's something something missing out there the show starts with um after the vision michael has uh there's concern about the the uh, warp dog mm-hmm. it's it's very ill yeah which we did talk about last week you know yes the overuse of it you know it's obviously very fatigued and yeah for sure for sure so they're concerned about that you know she has her reservations about going to warp again with mm-hmm. it cuz it's like well we're gonna kill it, yeah. And you know, it's it's not it's probably dangerous for the whole ship, right? You know, I would imagine. Uh, Lorca get, goes to a space station, a Starfleet meeting, yeah. if you will. The space station was interesting. Yeah, it was cool looking too. I like yeah. the design of it. You know, it still looked 
familiar, but it was still different enough that, you know, it was pretty sweet. That was really I nice. I thought it was cool. Yeah, for sure. I paused it just to kind of look at it a yeah. little bit because I love the ships, you know, and all the different kind of, like the space stations and all the design. I love, yeah, I love the design. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that world needs to be opened up. Like, you know, that first episode, all the, or maybe it was second episode. Yeah. Second With all episode. the ships. And, yeah. yeah. That was sweet. Like, I like that. I hate there's just like one ship. It feels yeah. like Starfleet's so small. Right. And I know it could be better, and they really are improving things like that. But yeah, a lot of interesting things happened. The yeah. meeting, um, Starfleet wants to adapt the spore drive technology to um, their ships. Yeah, um, shipyard in Jefferson, Iowa, is requesting specs. Right, that's pretty damn cool. <laughs> I was like, nice nod. Now, to your knowledge, is there? I know Kirk was from Iowa. Right. Is there anything significant about the Jefferson, Iowa reference? Not that I'm aware okay. of. Um, that wasn't even the adopted hometown of Kirk. What was the adopted? R- Riverside. Riverside, right. Yeah, I, I first thought that too, and I was like, oh, wait, no, that's different. Yeah, it's Jefferson. <laughs> so I don't know you know, what that is all about, but uh, I guess I have to move there now. So. It's okay. I, I was, yeah, I need to move there now. Work for Starfleet. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like a two-man crew right, right now. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of interesting because Starfleet was talking like, oh, we need to get these... Um, you know, this, this, these pterograids, you know, the warp dog uh, yeah. species, we need to get a bunch of these for our ships. And it's like Starfleet's, well, I know they're at war, so they're desperate. You really feel the desperation because mm-hmm. they basically are going to want to enslave these creatures right. to do their bidding. And it's like, that's really against what yeah. they are, but it's time of war. So, you know, that might be another reason why some people find it hard to like the show, not to say there's a, a big number. I don't know if there really is. You know, I, I'm the things that I'm reading are things like about the lack of optimism and all those types of things in the show. But <sighs> guy from the New York Times, I think it was, he had a decent review. It wasn't glowing and it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But I, he made a point where, you know, it's okay for Star Trek to grow up a little bit and adapt to the times. If, if it turns a little bit darker, then... You know, there's a reason for that, and you know, I, I don't know. I'm I'm open to that totally. I mean, Deep Space Nine wasn't a belly full of laughs, you no. know, and yeah, sure they had some of those fun episodes, but you know, it's a this is a different show, and it's it is it's not as optimistic, friendly, peace loving Federation, and you know, we just want to explore and all that. You know, they're at war right now, like you said, and mm-hmm. and Lorca is. Leading that charge. Sure. I mean, you know, the first episode dealt with um, optimism, really, because she yeah. was curious about what was out there, and she was an explorer. She truly was an right. explorer, but war happened, and you can't be lovey-dovey during right. that time, because yeah. Klingons do not care. No, they don't. <laughs> at all. They, I mean, look at look at how they look. They don't oh, care. Oh, yeah. They don't care at all. <laughs> They're putting all, all this extra skin on their face, all this cotton in the back of their mouths. Yeah. I know, man. I, I they have wrapped filming for this season, so this is going yeah. to be probably what we get. But I'm hoping season two they they change it, and I don't care if they explain it, but just dial it back a little bit. You know, you can still keep the the new look, but I think yeah, I really think that yeah, it's like the actors are suffocating in this makeup. They and, can't emote when they're that yeah covered it's up. Great makeup, don't get me wrong, right? But yeah, it's like it's got to be tough for an actor, you know, and, and it'd be infinitely cooler if. They maybe scaled it a little bit down around the bottom half of the face, so their mouth even has more movement. Yes, and because um, again, they sound like you know they're trying to talk but can't move their lips. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, they can't understand a word they're saying, you know. There's a there's a ditzy one that's right. yeah. farting noises. <laughs> they killed him early on in the show. Yeah. Fortunately for us. Yeah, I liked um when Lorca was there on the space station. He was getting his he was uh, I don't know uh, whatever he was doing to his eyes. Yeah, like some a treatment of... or something. Yeah, and then uh, the admiral comes in. And this is the admiral we've seen in the last episode. And yeah. um, I know her first name. It's uh, Katrina. I don't know if that's her last name. I- I'm sure it's first, but they have they... clearly they have a history. Right. I don't know if they ever went further than friends, but right. they definitely like each other. And yeah, I just love her line where she's like, you know, because she turns the lights on. He's like, ah, lights. And she's like, fix your damn eyes. Yeah. I'm like, did Steve write this show? <laughs> I like exactly. that. That was funny to me. Yeah. I really like that. And um, yeah, she, you know, they, they addressed a lot of things. They want Discovery to basically stop using the support drive, I believe, because mm-hmm. they're now a target because right. of the rescue they did the episode before. They don't want to risk losing that technology to the Klingons. Right. You know, by reinjecting themselves into different, you know, scenarios. Exactly. So yeah, that was uh and honestly, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, I if mean it's if the I'm only Star- ship, yeah. If I'm Starfleet, I'm giving that same order. Yeah, you know? for sure. For sure. And yeah, the Admiral's now my favorite character because she did echo my sentiment on the eyes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though, kudos to the show for writing that because you know, we talked about that, what, two episodes ago or mm-hmm. something like that. And yeah. It was just uh, one of those things where I was like, oh, come on, give me a break. And, yeah, to, to have her needling him about it, that yeah. was a little vindication for me. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, it helps you kind of forgive that introduction. It was a cool introduction. It just, you know, the, the I think the, the, the critical side is like, oh, come on, why'd you do that? Right. You know, but to a kid or younger person, it might be yeah. like, that was really good. And, you know, it kind of was, but. I love his, you know, every time I see him in this part, I think, you know, like all the actor, other actors, they're they're really harnessing their characters. Oh, and yeah. I'm really digging his dialogue, the way he delivers it, you know, because he's a British dude. Yeah. And at first he kind of sounds Southern, but now it's kind of just his own thing. Yeah. So I don't know if it was supposed to be Southern, but I, I like it. Yeah. It seems natural to him, you know, and he's a damn good actor. He's, a, he's excellent. And in the role, it's... The reason I like it is because he's a wartime captain, you know, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of different latitude to do what he wants in order to further that cause. Uh, hence the whole Michael piece, you know, which has, yes. they talked about later in the show. But or no, during that meeting right afterwards, yeah, they talked they're not about happy that, with yeah, this decision because he uh, is, he has her back, and you know, is right. the only convicted mutineer. No justice is being had. But the thing I love about him is. He's very decisive. Mm-hmm. He's confident. He carries himself like a captain. But you also don't know if he's just going to let you all die that day. Yeah. You know, or lead you to death. And, right. And so he's got an aura of unpredictability about him. You know, he's not as stoic as a uh, Picard. He's not as whimsy as a Kirk, you know, but still gets stuff done. And so he's got a... He's got. A, he's really, really paving his own way, which I, I think is great. You know, the, it, I like it when the, all the Star Trek captains they don't. And this is a term that's not to be meant weirdly, but they don't taste the same. You know, they mm-hmm. all have a different flavor to them, and it's not a cookie cutter. It's not a cookie cutter deal, right? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and uh, they uh, really knocked it out of the park with this guy. Yeah, because it's really new territory. You know, you really can't get a make on him, mm-hmm. but I mean, you can. But it, he's his own person. Yeah, that's what's great about it. 
And of course, this episode he gets he gets captured by the Klingons. Yeah, they're on to them. I guess he I you know I assume Discovery would be near him, but these shuttles can travel so oh, far yeah. now. So you know it, it was a whole um, you know encounter with the Klingons in the shuttle, and yeah, the, the pilot man he got it bad. Yeah, he was Knife done dealing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, he's not going to make it to the ship. But yeah, once he got there, he uh, joined other prisoners. Uh, Harry Mudd, played by Rain Wilson. Yeah. What What were your thoughts on uh, his portrayal of Harry um, Mudd? The three Bs. Beats, Bears, Battlestar Galactica. Do you remember that, you remember that from The Office? I don't. When Jim don't. was making fun of Dwight. I know. <laughs> but anyway, I think he That's killed good. it in that character, right. though. I mean, he was just, he was phenomenal, you know, and... That's a character from the 60s that is pretty campy a little bit. I was going to ask you that because, I, I mean, like, I'm a big fan, right? Yeah. But I've missed some stuff in uh, his two episodes, I believe, he, mm-hmm. on TOS. Um, yeah, very different. And, yeah, it really is, and only because different but still recognizable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was a different time. You know, sure. I mean, heck, Batman uh, was on back then in yeah. the 60s, and, you know, it's quite a different take. And so there was a little bit of camp involved, I think, with the first Harry Mud, but uh, there wasn't with this one. <laughs> but he was still kind of an evil imp sort of a guy. Yeah. Not completely evil that you would hate him, but you certainly don't like him. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know? uh, I thought Rain Wilson killed it. I felt for him in the beginning, but as the episode goes on, oh, yeah. you realize, I mean, he is a backstabber, right? Oh, yeah. Even in the 60s mm-hmm. show? Yeah. Yeah, he's not to be trusted in he's any way, shape, artist, or form. Yeah, that's, that's his much. whole gig. You know, used car salesman, that's that's all he is. <laughs> hey, that's know? a good point, yeah. He probably was a great one. Probably in his, was. In his day. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting, because, uh, you know, I, I've seen it, I, another go-around. Uh, I pick up other things, like, definitely when he's telling Lorca, him and uh, they're alike, you yeah. know, they're survivors. It's like, how would you know that? You just met him, and, yeah. like, how do you know? And, he's just laying the schmooze on him. Right. You know, trying to get him on his side a little bit, and... And I, I almost, I don't know, this is probably, I've never seen the movie, uh, the Marlon Brando movie, where he screams Stella. Yeah. I, you remember the story uh, Harry Mudd was telling about, he fell in love with a girl named yeah. Stella, and uh-huh. I was wondering, is that the plot of that I movie? I don't know. Because uh, that would definitely give it away. Yeah. It's deep, though, you'd have yeah. to really know. So I'll have to go revisit that, but I don't. Maybe just a fun Easter egg, maybe. Who it knows? probably is. Stella's yeah. a you know common name for a story, probably. Yeah. So uh, I get that. But yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Klingons come in, and you have to choose one of the prisoners. Yeah, one of your cellmates. Who's going to get the pain today? Choose your pain, yeah. the title of the show. And yeah, they... Uh, Boy, that first Starfleet guy got it pretty bad. He did. Graphic. Yeah, very graphic. <laughs> you know, and um, especially at the very end. Yeah, yeah he's getting the, beaten around, the but then stomp. the final oh. blow there where uh, he was just done dealing. Uh, like, oh, that ice. broke something forever. Yeah. yeah. He was done. Right. And then we meet uh, Lieutenant Nash Tyler. Yeah. He's been there for seven months. And Lorca's like, how, how have you survived this long? And he's like, well, the captain kind of likes me. So yeah. he's basically female a female captain. Yes, yes. Taken with the little human guy. Right. You know, and uh, sex slave. I'm sex slave. Throw it out there. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that's what the implication obviously is. It's got to be pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, and yeah. Especially, you know, considering today's headlines and things like that, you know. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. No kidding. So it's, uh, uh, 
again, a darker touch. Yeah. But still, one that I never flinched at yeah. watching it. I'm just, you know, it's very believable, you know. He kind of looks like he's into her a little bit, too. You know, from the way he explains, like, she likes me. A little on the Stockholm Syndrome side, Yeah, I maybe think, that's... You know? The, yeah, right. Um, He'd just be a nasty dude, too. But, yeah, no, I get it. I get the Stockholm. Yeah, especially after that long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think his... he, hey, he, I think he understands his survival depends... Right. ...on a little re- reciprocation, you know? He's gotten and some so, intel, right. too. Yeah. So... And he's probably gotten a hell of a lot stronger. Oh, know? yeah. That's a workout, Because, you know, later on in the show, <laughs> when they confront each other in the hall, yeah, I think he was taking out some of that Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, right. why, that's why I don't, you yeah, know. Yeah, I get, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, and this, this ship is captained by uh, Captain Laurel. She, I think, was in the first episode or second episode. She partnered up with... Is it Core? I yeah. forgot the guy's name. He's basically the guy that overtook the uh, albino Klingon. Right. So yeah, she got it. she has her own ship now apparently, and yeah, she decides to um, torture um, Lorca. Yep. With his eyes, which Steve probably definitely wrote that part. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I just thought you know well it's coming to good use now yeah. you know so I mean they they know that he had a weakness there and. You know, it was a little creepy just seeing him, you know, with that contraption to keep his eyes open and very you know, clockwork orange. Very. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they didn't focus too long on that torture scene, but you got the point. You right. Know? So maybe encounters like that will encourage him to fix his damn eyes. Yes. <laughs> and thank God she spoke English. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was so great. Yeah. It's like the Universal Translator was working. Well, she said she learned English, remember? Right, yeah, right. but still, you're right. Yeah. I mean, just to hear it instead of the, you know, like you know, the first know. episode, I get the the artistry of that. Mm-hmm. But after that scene, let's just transition to English here. Right. Let's get along and have a good time. You know, yeah. people are already trying to accept this new look. On top of that, it's like, hey, we're not going to speak English at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh... I don't know how to read. So yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem, <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> I have to watch it three times, right. and then I can finally watch what they do. Get a translator in to just read the right. actual <laughs> captions. Yeah. So while uh, Lorca's being held prisoner, uh, uh, is it Suru? Sura? Sura, uh, Sura? Sura? Sura, Sura, yeah. Sura, yeah. He has become acting captain because he's number one. Yeah. And uh, he really is a bit of a dick. And he's not very confident either. Right, right. Um, yeah, that was a nice little Easter egg when he pulled up the... Uh, List of captains. Decorated captains. Got uh, Looks like he actually did exist. Yes, yep. Jonathan Archer yes. was on screen, so... That was awesome. Yeah. Pike and yeah. April. Yep. So the Enterprise They're is all out there. there. Yeah. Really, it is. Yep. And, man, I really hope if we... Oh, wouldn't that be a great uh, end for the season? If the Enterprise like has to rescue them or something, something like right, that. Right, yeah, or they have to rescue the Enterprise, who knows, but now if they really revamp that ship, that's gonna be a little too much. But I get like right. I see like gradual changes, but you know, I, I really like him to make it look like the the cage episode. Right. You know, make have have the uh, points sticking out of the cells mm-hmm. in the front and whatever other things they had, yeah. you know, because they were still trying to figure things out, but 
Yeah. It was sweet. That was cool. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see a screenshot of that. Because, you know. As soon as it popped up, I paused it. Yeah. Because, you know, I was watching it on my phone, unfortunately. and I saw Archer, uh, and that was, and then yeah. it was gone. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll see it again. And yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. So I was pausing it as it went through just to catch it all. <laughs> and, of course, Giorgio was on there, too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he basically uh, wanted to be... Um, compared to them or yeah he was asking what kind of traits those captains had you know that made them so successful and you know uh the computer went through the whole thing and so mm-hmm. he wanted to run almost a um solution almost scenario mm-hmm. of what kind of actions would they take yeah and uh you know the computer basically and and his whole thing was you know well he wants to do it because he's doubting himself he tells the computer computer is basically like well how come you know and the the most logical thing is to get rid of the distraction or whatever it was yeah which means michael and he's like that's not an option yeah (laughs) yeah man he really brought it you know because i think he's really i i think he learned a lot from that that first encounter with the klingons and uh yeah he just doesn't he wants to um He's a lot more brave, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, definitely. And I love the character so much. I do, too. I do, too. I'm really... Um, love that character. Yeah, I'm really happy, and um, I didn't think he was going to be as as big of a character as he is. Um, yeah. I thought he'd still be like a science officer. I but... like his role. I mean, he's yeah. almost got more of a role uh, than the captain, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to screen time and, you know, plot line and that whole thing. Yeah. He's probably adapted his six yeah. months with him, you know. And oh, yeah. Taking notes. I'm sure he looks like, you know, type that studies a lot. Did not let Michael have the upper hand, no. even though it was the right time because she was conveying that, hey, you know, uh, Warp Dog is not yeah. feeling good. And he's probably going to die if we keep pushing him. Because yeah. in order to get at Lorca, they have tracked a few areas where he could be. So they're going to have to do multiple jumps. Right. and. And they know it's just not going to happen. Exactly. So, yeah, Michael's going behind uh, Suru's back to try to get this creature, uh, something, an alternative figured out. And she's with the doctor, um, Stamets, played by Anthony Rapp. Yeah. And I've really grown to like him a lot more. I mean, he's still kind of, well, actually, not in this episode. He really wasn't uh, much of a dick, you know? No, yeah. That first episode was kind of rough, but I have to revisit it. But, man, I thought they nailed it, like, the next episode, last episode, and this episode, um, yeah, it was really interesting how they they basically cared for the creature, yeah. and they tried to to jump again, right? And, and uh, poof, yeah, it tr- I thought it died. I thought it died at first too, but it was just went into some sort of uh, comatose type state, yeah. you know, and uh, they had a fancier term for it than that, right. but yeah, you know, as in essence, what it was, and. Um, where it loses what ninety or ninety five percent of its you know bodily fluid, yeah, and, it just curls up, right? All this water comes out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And you know, the edict was to just replenish the fluids and get it ready again. You know, that's where they brought up that they think it's sentient and the whole thing. And if that's the case, they can't do that to the creature, right? And you know, Sarah was basically, well, do you have proof? No, then get it ready. And so that was a tough call to make. Yeah. But in his shoes, probably the right one. Yeah. I I mean, I felt bad for the creature. I yeah, like, I did too. This is terrible. And like, we knew last episode that something like this would happen. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. I didn't think it'd get this bad. I mean, I really thought it died. I thought it would last longer. Yeah. You know, as far as like, you know, it just gets a little worse every episode, you know, but uh, no, they went they went right away for it, you know, which yeah. was uh, which was refreshing. So they were trying to find, uh, I think Tilly recommended an alternate, uh, like a... 
I don't know, some kind of program to trick the right. system. And, uh, wow, uh, how about this? Deck F. Yeah. Twice. Fucking. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I just hear that? And then he goes, yeah, it's fucking awesome or something. Cool, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, um, two F-words. First time ever an F-word was ever used in a Star Trek show. Right, right. So there's a, another first for Star Trek for them. But uh, So can we get nudity now? <laughs> Um, no, let's hope not. Um, but no, I uh, Saru in the shower. Yeah, it's, Whoa, exactly. No, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I was like, okay. I was, I was surprised. Is. Yeah, yeah, it didn't bother me. I was just a little. Did I really just hear that? You know, and it, I, you know, I didn't. I don't care. Didn't need it, but it, didn't need it. Whatever. But, you know, I don't know if it was. I felt like it was maybe done a little bit for the shock value. Yeah, especially coming from her at first. Um, well, it's the first show to have that freedom, right? Because it's yeah, it's not on network television. But if I would have thought someone was going to say it, I wouldn't have thought it would be Tilly to say it first, right? You yeah. Know? So I don't know. I like your character. I, uh, yeah. I just was like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> I liked how um, you know Michael proposed to Saru because she's really desperately trying to get this creature not to be used again, and she's like, you know, uh, it's possible a human can navigate yeah. the ship. With, um, I think, some DNA from the right. um, warp dog. and he said Which, that, you know, relates to her vision at the beginning of the show. Exactly, you know, exactly. So. I, you know, I might be reading too much into this, but he said there's not going to be any uh, eugenics experiments. Right. I was like, is that a nod to Khan? Yes. Sweet. That's yeah, I mean, awesome. I think so, too. I think, you know, they outlawed it because of the whole mm. eugenics experiments back in the 1990s. Right. <laughs> it's where you become Benjamin Cumberbatch. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the, I think this is written very well. This mm-hmm. whole show is it's great uh great writers in charge and I think they pulled in a lot of, you know, Trek fans to keep the canon going. So I think th- that's a gradual nod. It's not right. like one of those wink to the camera. Right. You know, they finally are like we got to go warp and so you know, orders are orders. Michael, I think, goes to her quarters, and she's just... she gets confined to quarters mm-hmm. because confined, she uh, right. She disagrees with the entire direction. He knows better. He knows what she's capable. So of. I was like, you know what? <laughs> We're not doing this again. No, you're going to quarters and just chill. And she had to, you know. Yep. And then it was up to them to do whatever. And then they go. He asks um, Anthony Rapp's character, "Are you ready to warp?" And he said, "Yes." And it's like, wow, he's really going for it because you know. Um, uh, we get to explore um, uh, Dr. Um, what's his name again? Uh, Dr. Stamets' yeah. relationship with um, the medical doctor, right. which, uh, excuse me right now, I'll remember that for next time. He definitely, there's a conflict there. Right. Because <laughs> the, the physician is not for this because no. it's harming something to get, right. get something out They're of it. They're worried about killing the creature, you know? Right. And, and it was very. Well written. How when he asks, you know, is a creature or whatever he said ready for warp? Mm-hmm. You know, his answer was, "We're ready for warp down here." He didn't say anything <laughs> about the creature being ready for warp. And it was know. a nice touch. It, it was, was a very nice, slight touch. nervous. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he knew something was gonna uh, be different this right. time. Yeah, and so when he said that in that way, I, I just knew I'm like, oh man, something's going down. And I thought. That Michael would have broken out or gotten out, and they were she was going to be the one. Yeah, because of the vision. Because of the vision. Yep, I did too. But it wasn't. Yeah, 
So yeah, Doctor uh, Stamets pulled a uh, quantum leap and uh, walked into the and became the navigator. Yeah, and yeah, he injected himself with the DNA piece. Yes. And yep, he was knocked out. I think they got vital signs on him right away. But I was like, what's how's this gonna? Yeah, at first you weren't sure. <laughs> yeah. And then they, um, Sarah goes to check his pulse, basically, mm-hmm. and then gets his gasp of air in, and he's fine. It's like, and, did it work? Yeah, and he's kind of laughing, and the whole thing. <laughs> because that was his dream. He wanted to right. establish contact with the, the spores, and, you know, he basically was inside his technology in a way. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's very uh, it was a cool moment. Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Uh, but had he not done that, they wouldn't have been able to jump to safety. No, they wouldn't have because they, they had to rescue the captain. And right, oof. exactly. And then yeah. Meanwhile, the captain and um, Tyler. Oh, Tyler is it? Thank Tyler? you. Yep, yeah, it is Tyler. They they uh, go to escape and uh, they leave Harry Mud there. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Now, do you think he actually was? Uh, sincere, and you know he wanted to leave. Do you think? I think he was sincere that he wanted to leave. Okay, I, but I don't know think if, he was yeah. sincere in anything else. Yeah, I mean, I guess he didn't have the best gig, yeah. but they weren't going to kill him because he yeah. was he was who he was. So yeah, and and you know Starfleet's not going to murder someone. Yeah, but they weren't going to take him with him. No, so. I that was uh, yeah, I because you know I think you know if you look at the other shows, they might have taken him still. Maybe he would have died on the way or something like that. But and that's where Lorcan just makes that cool decision that he makes. You yeah. know, you betrayed us. Mm-hmm. You know, by giving intel to what we were saying to the Klingons, and so screw you, dude. Yeah, you're gonna stay back. That reminds me when he's, you know, when Lorca's in there, he's got his jacket unzipped, and it really looks like Chris uh, Pine. Yeah, in uh, Star a little Trek bit, Beyond. Yeah. There's like side by sides. Right. I'm like, wow. I wonder if they took a lot of, uh, you know. Um, image from that jacket because it's very similar but it's actually like it better I right think. that was cool they got into the action going down the corridors oh, yeah. and the oh yeah he um yeah va- he was vaporizing Klingons. Uh-huh. i mean it was like they're gone yep and then um laurel she comes down and of course her and tyler get into it yeah and then a little ricochet shot is that what yeah. happened and that scream was terrifying. Oh, Holy it was. Shit. She's a good actress. Yeah, because there was a couple screams ah! there, and it was just, <laughs> it almost hurt to listen to. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, yeah. But it was uh, quite the uh, showdown between she Tyler and laid her. there with her face oh, yeah. burning, so she got a nice scar. So let her live. Yeah. So she'll come back to play another day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Two-Face. There'll be a lot of revenge scenarios, I'm sure, going on there. But. Right. Yeah, it was just... I mean, it's like every episode is just... Um, it really has everything to offer. It's got science, drama, some comedy. Yeah. Action-packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, him and Tyler get get off the ship, and they're in a Klingon shuttle thing. Right. And then that's... Um, thankfully... Um, uh, Suru was... Or Sura. Sura, yeah. I'm going to get that right one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> His senses, he could tell that you know because all the ships are pursuing. Uh, well, yeah, Orca. and he and you know he was he knows that you know they break off into certain formations. Those yes, raiders, that's true. Yep, and this one wasn't, and so he could tell that that ship was being chased as yeah. opposed to just a bunch of raiders coming after them. Exactly, which is when they you know opened up the hail mm-hmm. to that you know raider, and you know there's Lorca. Uh, you know, rescue team. Yep. You know, beam so out. Two said, to beam yeah, out. two to beam out, and they beamed him out. You know, of course, right in the nick of time and movie fashion. You know, uh, yeah. 
the ship blows up right as they get beamed out. But uh, yeah, and then after that's when we get our last warp from the yeah, Doctor, you know? right? Which maybe they discovered they discovered him after the second warp. I wonder. They warped there uh-huh. with the creature to kill it. Okay. And then when they warped back, it was it was because of him. Right, right. right. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yep. And then, of course, they let the creature go. Uh-huh. And it they let it go with some spores. Yeah. And it just, like, Replenished itself a yep. little bit, and then, poof, out into space. It warped. And then it warped <laughs> out of there. And that was a really cool effect, you know? Yeah, it I was. mean, it had almost a lightning-type thing going, and then, poof, it was gone. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. I like the visual on it. I like how, you know, because, you know, the third episode was like, this is just a big, dumb creature just yeah. likes to kill things. And it's like, wow, it's there's so much more there. Way more. And they really did a good job. So hopefully that. we'll see some sort of return to that species at some point, you know, because that was really cool. Well, to keep the spore drive going, I mean, I don't know, Starfleet. Well, if they want, well, I guess the, they have the DNA now, and they have the DNA, and if uh, the humans can live through it and do it willingly, because <laughs> that was the whole piece was that you know the creature wasn't doing it willingly, and right, they need someone with advanced functions, and so humans could technically do it. Right. So part of me is just wondering: is this something that humans will just continue to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and will it take a toll on them? Uh, who knows? It's another mystery. Uh, towards the end, it seemed like everything was la-di-da. And mm-hmm. um, the uh, Dr. Stamets and his partner, they were brushing their teeth. And by the way, I want those pajamas. <laughs> they have some great merchandise. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, the next episode coming up, and I, I know this because I watched After Trek. Yeah. They wear shirts that say disco on them. Oh, nice. But you know what that means. And it's like, I want my disco shirt. Like, That's damn sweet. it, they got some good merchandise going on. Yeah. It was um, it was really cool, though. I mean, yeah. it was kind of a way to, you know, that that was a kind of a uh, slow down, ep- you know, way to end the episode. Just, it was very high intensity. And it was just kind of a, <sighs> kind of a scene between two people. Yeah, it was just a great scene. Standing in front of a mirror, brushing their teeth. Yeah. It was great, and then a uh, little twist. Little twist at the end that uh, you had to see twice. I'm glad you catch, told me right? about yes. it because when you told me about it, I'm like, "Shut up! That didn't happen." <laughs> and I went to rewatch it, and yeah, it happened. That's for sure. So he goes to leave, follow his partner out of the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then we go back to the mirror. It shows the mirror, and he's still in the mirror. And a little smirk. A little smirk. Mirror, mirror. Yes. So you know we'll. Uh, I think that's going to lead into our next episode, probably. Sure. I hope so, so, yeah. I mean, gosh, you can't drop that on us. No, you can't. And we then just let it, it again. sit for a while. I know before they launched the show, or maybe it was an episode or two in, um, one of the cast members said that they are going to explore the universe in this season. Yeah. So that might be our... I think that's the best way into it. Right. Somehow, some way. But that's very, very interesting. Like, yeah. is he... A good version, or is or he a bad, bad version? Right. Do they switch? You have to assume he's bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that look on the end, of, on his face at the end of the show. No goatee, though. No so goatee. We don't know. Yeah, we so. don't know. But yeah, I mean, you know, and <laughs> I'm hoping we're not going to see criticism because oh, they're just exploring old things. Yeah, you know. Well, we've seen some old things already, but with the nod, it's just more of a nod to the old. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Harry Mud. I mean, look at that. I mean, they. uh brought him back in a very convincing manner without him looking like just some sort of weird douchebag. Right. Like he was in the 60s. Right. Know? No and, no hat or swirly right, mustache. Right, you know, and then acting all <laughs> crazy and weird, you know. You Harry would never chest. take him seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, you know, if, if they were filming that today, 
you know, Shatner would have just punched him the first time he saw him, and <laughs> mud's done. Yeah, you know, it's over. It vaporized him. Totally. Yeah, I mean, Shatner would have just kicked his tail out outside the ship. So that's funny. Did did uh, Mud in the TOS? Did he have pets like Stuart? You know, like this this version of um, I don't recall the mud. pet. It's like a spider creature that was gathering the intel of Lorca's yeah. conversation with Tyler. So I think yeah. he had some ladies with him, but I don't think he had any pets. If right, because isn't one of the shows like Mud's, Mud's women, women or something? Yeah. And then uh, Star Trek uh, Into Darkness refers to the mud incident, right? So, so something that you know off camera between movies, right. you know, they referred to him. So you know, I don't know if that just kept it open in case mm-hmm. they wanted to use it further someday. But, sure, um, I don't, I don't know that we'll get another movie with those guys. So well, you know, yeah, I I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, me um, too. And I, to me, they've been getting better and better. And oh, not yeah. to say that I didn't like the ones before, but they're no, but all new steps. shows need to settle in. You yeah, know? they're they all really steps do. to something, and it's not it's not um, dragging to me. I, I'm every episode, I'm just really I'm blown away. Yeah, constantly. I am too. And it's it's a it's a fact where we're you know we've only got a few key characters to hone in on. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the bridge crew we've seen now almost every episode, but we still don't really know them yet. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, we branch off in future seasons to see some of that. Yes, um, I'm anxious to, to yeah. meet the the rest of the crew and uh, and remember their names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but I'm printing them out next week. And yeah, them. we should so do that for sure. That way we just each have a copy. And exactly. You know the negativity out there. I, I don't. I don't get it. The only thing I get is the Klingon backlash. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. That's On only. Board. That's my only complaint. Yep. But yeah, um, I, I the show needs to be successful, and I think they really are doing something fantastic yeah. with Star Trek that needs Agreed. to be done. They're expanding the universe, and they're showing other sides. You know, yeah. um, I don't think it's too Star Warsy. You know, uh, not the holograms uh, that piece of it, but that's one yeah. little tiny piece, right? You know, people can make any argument. Oh, there's a spaceship. Is it Star Wars now? Well, just knock it off. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a hologram. Knock it off. It's not the same. I think you people know? just need to enjoy it. Right. It's like, it's just, stop being so damn strict. Stop being so you know critical, mm-hmm. hypercritical. Yeah. Be critical. Yeah. We've been critical. Yeah. But you know, we're not hypercritical where we're just looking for reasons to hate things. You know, right. we've talked about this on the show a million times. Oh, I know, I know. But uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I feel like it's got a really uh, kind of a Ronald Moore v- uh, vibe to it, you know. And he was um, involved a lot with uh, Deep Space Nine. He was the guy behind Battlestar Galactica's revival, sure. mm-hmm. you know, and kind of a little bit of a darker tone type deal. Uh, so it has that kind of vibe to it to me, which I, I like. Yeah, a lot, you know. So I'm I'm digging it. I think it's fine. I mean, that's uh, I want more Star Trek on TV and. As much as I love the old stuff, that old stuff has been explored for the most part. And yeah, and you know what? It's still there if you want to watch it. Of course, yeah, it's on CBS All Access. Yeah, All Access on CBS All Access. Please go sure. subscribe to CBS All Access, yeah. and uh, yeah, if you uh, just do it for the show at least, right? That'll count. <laughs> There's free trials, so yep. check that out. But I, I'm enjoying it. It's yeah. very nice. Like you know, today. When I told you about you know that last scene with the mirror, mm-hmm. you know uh, if it was on TV, you'd have to go find it. It'd be right. a lot harder, and that's the beauty of the all access, especially the commercial free. Oh, it, it was so easy because yeah. when you told me about it at work, yeah. I, you know, I, when I watched it at lunch, obviously I was distracted or something because I just didn't see that part. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, oh, that's the end of the, the end of the show, and I just probably just yeah. started doing something else. And um, so when I pulled up here, I sat out in my jeep 
and I played the last two minutes of the episode. Easy peasy. Yep. Log into access. It has your recently watched items. I just clicked it. It says continue, and it was already in the credits. Sure. So all I had to do was just go back a couple minutes, and poof, there was a scene. That's And great. I caught it immediately. That's awesome. You know, so I mean, that's that's one of those really neat benefits for programs like Netflix, Hulu, CBS All Access. You know, those are just, it's phenomenal that you can, you can do that. You can go back and forth. You can watch. You can pause mm-hmm. to see, was that really Jonathan Archer that I saw? Yeah. You know, was that yeah. Pike? You know, I, I can pause it. You know, it's just, it's awesome. And they're great screen yeah. grabs, too. Oh, yeah. It's all digital. and Oh, yeah. How many screen grabs have I done, you know, over the past <laughs> couple of years? And yeah. Either on the blog or, you know, showing you guys. And it's so easy to do. It's well, amazing. Yeah. God bless the fans out there because they're, they're doing a lot of that great work. Mm-hmm. You get to see so many things. And, you know, yeah, those screen grabs are up there on the Star Trek pages. And yeah. It's it's really cool and yeah I'm I'm really digging the show and I I hope I hope it's doing well that's that's the problem Me too. with this whole you don't really know uh, yeah I hate that I mean Netflix I mean only recently for the first time ever revealed some information on what the most watched shows were right you know and so they're very secretive on all that stuff and they had the star system before and then mm-hmm. they now have like a percentage system right. so. I don't know. I mean, I, I get what CBS is coming from. Uh, they probably are nervous to show the numbers because people will be like, oh, I'm not going to watch. I mean, I, I'm not at all convinced that there's a huge audience for this at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it is a brand new service, yep. it's a new thing. It's all experimental. It's all experimental, all it. and it's a total dice roll. And mm-hmm. I I hate that Star Trek's based on a dice roll, mm-hmm. personally. But, you know, I subscribed, and hopefully a lot of people will, too. Well, at least the, the, the show has, has finished production... So we will get a season one, and it hopefully will have maybe a point where we could either end or continue. Right. And we'll always have that. And I think uh, that's kind of like the miniseries yeah. uh, approach. You know, it's going to be 15 episodes. Yeah. And I, I'll be satisfied. I mean, yeah, if they don't bring it back for season two, if they decide maybe to explore another ship right. or whatever. Um, yeah, just so we can get some more out there. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see how this... Um, yeah, the all access just really is uh, against it in a way, but it just takes a lot of faith and commitment right. to sign on and yeah, and watch it. Yeah, watch so. that, watch it because it is worth it. Definitely. I mean, make fun of the Klingons with us, and then enjoy the rest of it. Right, with us, right. You know? Yeah, you can critique. I'm not yeah. saying it's perfect, but that's my biggest. That's really my only big thing. I yeah. mean, you know, there's little tiny pieces here and there. I mean, like like I said, the F word thing. I felt like it was more for shock, but it yeah. still didn't bother me at all. Right. The Klingons bother me, but the rest of the show, it just makes up for it. To me, the, the positives far outweigh the negatives mm-hmm. um, to the point where, you know, I don't really think about the Klingons. I mean, you know, I've, it's already in my head. I've already said it. I've made peace with it. Yeah. Right. You know, I you understand that. You got to accept it for You got to yeah. accept it for what it is. Right. You know, I could bitch about it every episode if I want. Yeah. It's not going to do any good. You know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, we, we've talked about it and, and uh, move on. Great. Well, I, I think uh, we've said all we can with this episode. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it again. So. Yeah. I'm going to try and hit it up this weekend, too, and catch After Trek as well. Yes, definitely so. do that. Yeah. And then, yeah, definitely come back next week and listen to our uh, next episode. We'll be back. And, yeah, until then, um, live long and live prosper. Live long and prosper. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. Two to beam up. Two to beam up.